appeared so aimless, life filled with sin. I wouldn't let my dear Savior in, but then Jesus came like stranger in the night. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I saw the light. All right, hello and welcome to the KJB Right Division podcast. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from KJB Right Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. Thank you so very much for taking the time to be with me today to hear this uh, message that I have for you. And I pray that it's a blessing to you and a help to you. And pray that it helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. All right. So um, I, I apologize you know, if, uh, if you're listening um, live uh, to this. But um, I had to start over because I, I realized uh, that... I did not have uh, my microphone turned on, so I do apologize and and uh, and I ask for uh, your forgiveness for that. All right. So um, what I'm going to do tonight is uh, I'm going to preach a little bit on the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ. The faith of our Lord Jesus Christ. So please go with me to Romans chapter three, and we'll read verses 21 to 25. Romans chapter 3, verses 21 to 25. Starting in verse 21, the King James Bible says this, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned to come short of the glory of God. Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And in verse 25, Whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood, to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. So, we have all heard of uh, faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But let's take a look at the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ. Man, so the point that we're going to look at tonight is righteousness comes by the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ. So when it comes to Bible study, there is something that is called the law of first mention. And what that means is you take a word such as righteousness and then you look to see where it is first used in the Bible and you get a definition from that first time. And then usually, that will set the tone for what the word means throughout the whole Bible. But we have to remember that that's usually, okay? Context, context, context is the most important, okay? So, uh, righteousness is found in the Bible 306 times. And 289 verses. The first time is Genesis 15 verse 6. And the last is Revelation 9 verse 11. Alright, so um, let's look at Genesis 15 verse 6. Genesis 15 Verse 
Genesis 15 verse 6 says, And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. So, righteousness means being able to stand upright before a holy God. Good standing with God. Amen? Now, the righteousness here, uh, spoken of in uh, Romans 3 verse 21, the righteousness of God is Christ. Alright? Christ was manifest by the law and the prophets. Look at Romans chapter 10 and verses 3 to 4. For they, meaning the Jews, for they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believes. Okay, let's read 5 also. For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. You see that? Now let's go to Deuteronomy 6. So... Remember that the Jews, alright, they, they do not believe. And they're enemies of the gospel. And they try to establish their own righteousness. Okay, look at uh, Deuteronomy 6. I'll show you something there. Deuteronomy 6, verses 24 and 25. And the Lord commanded us to do all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God for our good always, that He might preserve us alive as it is at this day. In verse 25, And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before the Lord our God, as He hath commanded us. Amen? So, now look at uh, Romans 11. And I'll show you something there as well. Romans 11, verses 25 to 29. So that you see the whole context there. For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, that ye be, should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles 
be come in. Okay, so Israel is blind right now. Right? And they don't believe in Christ and they're trying to establish their own righteousness. You know, but if you if you say that God is through with Israel, then you are conceited. You're wise in your own conceits. Okay? Verse 26, And so all Israel shall be saved, as it is written, there shall come out of Zion the Deliverer, and shall... Um, let's read that over. And so all Israel shall be saved, as it is written, there shall come out of Zion the Deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. Jacob is Israel. For this is my covenant unto them, when I shall take away their sins. Now, pay attention to verse 28 here. As concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sakes. But as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sakes. Then verse 29, For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. So, the Jews trying to establish their own righteousness, but remember this, that Christ fulfilled all righteousness. Look at Matthew chapter 3. Matthew chapter 3. And uh, let's read verses 13 to 17 so you, so you get the whole context. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John for, forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And verse 17, And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. So verse 15, It becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Now look at Romans 8, 3 to 4. Romans 8, verses 3 to 4. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And so, I ask you, are we able to stand upright before God, the God of heaven, who is holy and demands judgment 
Can we stand before him on our own righteousness? No, we cannot. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Our righteousness is as filthy rags. And some filthy rags are pretty nasty, aren't they? We can do nothing to obtain righteousness but through Jesus Christ and His faith. Christ knew what His death, burial, and resurrection would accomplish. Titus 3.5 says, Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. So, whose righteousness do we need if our own righteousness cannot save us? We need the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.21 2 Corinthians 5.21 2 Corinthians 5.21 says For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen. Praise God. Praise God for the finished work of Jesus Christ. Praise God for His death, burial, and resurrection. And that is the gospel that we preach today in this church age. It is the only gospel that saves in this church age and it's found in 1 Corinthians 15 verses 1 to 4 so I ask you are you counting on your own righteousness or the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ when you believe and trust Christ and his death burial and resurrection his precious shed blood God's righteousness is imputed to you through Jesus Christ. Takes that he takes that coat of righteousness and he wraps it around you. Amen. Now you ask, how is a person saved in this church age? I will show you and then I will be finished. Go to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. And we'll read verses 12 and 13. This is the transaction for salvation. That we should be to the praise of His glory who first trusted in Christ. 
Not our own righteousness, trusting in our own righteousness. Amen? No. Who first trusted in Christ, and whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. So you hear the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. You believe it, you trust it, and you're sealed. Amen. Praise God. All right. I'll go ahead and I'll stop right there. Thank you so very much for being with me tonight. Thank you for your prayers for me, my family, uh, for the ministry that he's entrusted us with. Until next time, God bless you. I saw the light, I saw the light, no more darkness, no more night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow inside. Praise the Lord, I saw the light.